0: And welcome to Composer Escape episode sixteen. I'm here with Scott, and we're still going to talk about superhero things, but also other things. I promise. We got some science right. fiction. We're going to talk a bit about Dune, Falcon, and the Winter Soldier, and yes, our late reaction to that Chang chi trailer, which uh, Scott will help explain. But from what I saw, it looks like a really great mythical kung fu movie. So let's start with. Um, let's start with some new stuff. Let's let's just start with some some random things um yeah. that have been going on and uh the first thing i want to talk about we're not doing the book club in this episode we're going to do it in the next um i read the we're not going to next two we're not going to talk about it's- the crown <laughs>
1: no d- d- despite not? the news right we're not going to talk about the crown um we'll get to that just the were. first thing with the book club is that we
0: i put out a poll on Twitter and. Uh, and got some some feedback, and, I, and we had talked about, since we did Marvel, the next one, we would try and do DC. So I threw some DC mm-hmm. options out there, and we got the results. Um,
1: Not surprising. And I,
0: I know you. I can read that. Um, Watchmen's the big winner. Um, yeah. Dark Knight Returns came <laughs> in second with Batman Year One and Third. Um, the other, and you know what, I'll have to look this up. The person suggested something that I have never even... Remotely heard of in my life, but that's to be expected. So, the uh, the other, yeah, the other, uh, the other was, um, the other was something, uh, it, but, I, I can't I, remember because it was something I never, but props to them. Well, if, if they're actually a viewer, I'll feel bad. I'm not yeah. slamming, I'm just saying we'll look into that one. Maybe it's like the greatest graphic novel ever we've never heard of, but Watchmen is definitely one of the tops, and I'm excited because. Unlike my partner in crime here, I have never read The Watchmen. Oh my! No, I'm excited. I've seen the movie, well, so talk- I know I've seen. Yeah, well, we've with- talked
1: several times about the film because Zack mm-hmm. Snyder. Yeah, what? and I, what
0: I feel like with this next book club, the idea I had was after we're done, we'll do a like epilogue to the book club and a and a, and a one we'll episode movie. comparison to the yeah. Zack Snyder Watchmen. Gives me an excuse to watch that again.
1: Fantastic idea. Okay. Yes.
0: <clears throat> All right. So, um, and then as Scott mentioned with the uh, the very timely crown joke is to today and yesterday, the Game of Thrones account on Twitter has come back to life as they entered production. They posted a picture uh, I think yesterday of them doing the table read in this ridiculously mm. huge, futuristic <clears throat> looking room. Uh, yeah. Very social distance. Um, but then today, this <clears throat> um, tweet I caught from uh, Film Updates, the Film Updates, at the Film Updates. And it sh- and someone had caught some pictures of Matt Smith and Emma Darcy on the set filming this prequel series, which is going to be set before the Targaryens invaded. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. You know what? It's been so long, I can't remember the name of the continent that everyone lives on. Um, Westeros. Westeros. It's set before that. Mm -hmm. So we get to hear all these stories that if you've read the books, you know a lot more about. But in the show, these stories about the Targaryens were always mentioned. So we're going to get to see that. That's going to be pretty awesome. I feel like we're going to get to see a lot of dragons. Hopefully they got the budget for that.
1: Yeah. Right. Um, If I'm not mistaken, some, at least some of this story is probably going to be pulled from um, a, a book that um, I've had a couple of people, not you, but uh, other friends, uh, people that I know, who have strongly, strongly suggested um, as, a, as a fan of Game of Thrones to go pick up the, um, I, I believe it's called The World of Ice and Fire which is the yeah. untold history of Westeros, which basically gives you the deep, deep backstory. Yep, on, that's one of the many
0: things uh, that George R. R. Martin
1: <clears throat> has been writing instead of yeah.
0: the freaking winds of winter. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> right. Uh, Take so, your time. You know the dang thing's going to be like – it's. It's there's something.
1: <laughs> well, we, we joked about the, the crown joke, just to explain to anyone that's lost on that. We, we found out that Matt Smith would be apparently playing a Targaryen in that. And I simply made the joke that someone was impressed by his, uh, beautiful blonde locks as playing Prince Philip. Yeah,
0: the and crown. then I was mentioning when we were off that, um, <clears throat> the connection between the crown of Game and Thrones is, is pretty hilarious because in the first two seasons of the crown, obviously Matt Smith was Prince Philip yeah. and now he's in the Game of Thrones series. <clears throat> Yeah. And the last two seasons, um, can't remember the guy's name, but he was the uh, groom at the red wedding, <laughs> and now he's Chris Phillips. Oh, but um, right. that is. Do you have anything else that you that's caught your eye? I feel like we're, we're going to talk about the Shang Chi trailer later in the show uh, oh, after okay. we hit up the finale of Falcon and Winter Soldier, and that Mortal Kombat came out, and I haven't watched it. And Scott, what you
1: said you. Tried. I watched most of it. It's very it's exactly what you'd expect for if you're an enormous fan of the franchise, you'll probably love it. Um, something that I actually had to go look up because it's been at least fifteen to twenty years since I paid any attention to Mortal Kombat. We loved it. Um, you know, when it was new, um, spent a lot of quarters playing Mortal Kombat. Um Yeah, back when he drove to another state to play video games. But um, the oddity, I think, that threw everyone for a loop about the movie is that it introduces a completely new character who hasn't appeared in any of the games, and is the main protagonist of the story. In fact, is not a character from the games, so I had to go look up like who is this guy. Um, There's also apparently a stink that Johnny Cage is not in the movie. He's not. He is not. And at first, I thought this new character that they introduced was... Right. Um, You have a a Kano with hair without the faceplate. Sonya. This this, this is a lot of the plot points that kind of don't make a lot of sense, honestly. But if you're just kind of like we talked in the last episode about Godzilla, right? You're not there for the story. You're there to watch some iconic characters just beat the crap out of each other. and Yeah. Yeah, it's um, been it doesn't rumored. disappoint on that front.
0: And this this may just be people being angry, but a lot of the uh, the the people that are their supporters of Zack Snyder when they found out that remember he had that two hour mandate that he oh, yeah. never could have done that. Right. God, Godzilla versus <clears throat> Kong was under two hours. Mortal Kombat, at or under two hours. So they're starting mm. to wonder If you were starting to wonder if Warner Brothers is still. Yeah. Uh, forcing themselves upon their movies. It's a mandate. Yeah. So we'll be okay. next. We're going to be talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
1: All right. Man, what a great ride. Um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's just so. It's just the. It was like getting to see a six hour Marvel film. Six plus hours, probably. Yes. Um, there at the end. Um, uh, and that brings me to one quick I don't even know where to start and
0: how I felt about that finale. I <clears> felt <throat> like I feel like this show is going to be better watch binged. I, I'm kind of I'm yep. kind of ready to do it because that last episode yep. was, I don't know, it felt like about 20 minutes of, of, you know, the big fight and everything happened and a bunch of things were revealed. And then the rest of it was epilogue. It was good. Yeah. But, um, you know, the finale sure. happened at the beginning, which feels like. You know, like you said, a six-hour movie.
1: Right. Um, The only nit that I had to pick about that was that Sam, I guess we're supposed to assume he could fly at supersonic speeds with his wingsuit, but he supposedly flew from New Orleans to New York City in a matter of... Didn't they show him
0: opening the box in a hotel room in the last episode at the end? I thought he was already in was New York City, home. but for the thing. Oh. Okay.
1: That's possible. I have to go back and check yeah. that. We'll, we'll, we'll Super watch. nitpicky. <laughs> um, the action was fantastic. Um, the um, a, a topic that we have thrown around on several episodes, both when we were talking about WandaVision and with this show, is how well the uh, MCU folks... Regardless of who's directing, their costume folks are just completely out of sight. They're just outstanding, because what you finally get is this version of Captain America, Sam Wilson, sort of Falcon. The elements of the wingsuit and Captain America outfit all blended perfectly, and it looks very faithful. Very true. When you look at the new Captain America titles um, published for Marvel since Sam took up the shield, it is... is just spot on i mean it looks so good um there's a lot of white in the suit Mm -hmm. but it still has the sort of uh iconic um with the star and the bars there on the front um the way that uh steve rogers Mm -hmm. um, suit did um it just looked great i thought um and we we get this um uh, all the practice and training and everything he did, we don't really have a time frame for how long he was, you know, throwing the shield around at those target dummies mm-hmm. and jogging and, you know, getting himself into peak shape <laughs> and stuff there. But, um, obviously seems to have paid off, right? He, um, he, he comes face to face with, um, the, uh, the French terrorist, um, no, oh, his name is on the tip of my tongue. Oh, that fight! Um, yeah, who continues he to be won recurring character. They, they, um, they, there
0: were not pictures in the uh, yeah. press kit of that. I had almost forgotten about that. Yeah, so both that dude's got his ass whooped <clears> by both Captain Americas now. Well, two out of three, if you count John Walker being Captain America. <laughs> Excellent point.
1: Um, John Walker. Oh, do, 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 that was that to me one of the more um, interesting Georgia aspects. Yeah, George Simpson showing here. up. That's the actor's name. Sorry, say again. No, Batroc. George St. Pierre is the the name of the actor. Mm -hmm. Um, He's done a really good job with that role. And um, so, yeah, we get some fantastic action. We get to see um, Bucky have a moment, I think, where he finally is able to, uh, what's the right word, sort of consolidate and have some closure and feel like he kind of, you know, crosses a bridge um, and, and is able to finally kind of reconcile um, how he feels about his place um, in the world, mm-hmm. and what he can do, and and is you know kind of is turning the other cheek uh, at one point in a manner of speaking, right? He's um, um, well, the creator sort of turns away from a more violent tendency. The creator of the show
0: said that at the end of this show, he is no longer the Winter Soldier. There is no more a Winter Soldier, which I think is right. One a statement of. Yeah, His character arc in two, a hint, that, that just feels like he's about to be something else. Is he going to be the white wolf or right. do they have some other character that they're yeah. going to throw Bucky into? Because he is um, the one true, I mean, I guess good super soldier out there. I mean, there's Isaiah, but it doesn't look like mm-hmm. he wants to do much more fighting. But yeah, I, I loved right. every hit of wrapping up his, his arc in this between him taking Isaiah yeah. to the Captain America exhibit, um yeah, to him that finally
1: was, that was very poignant.
0: Just admitting everything to yeah. uh his friend from the um the restaurant from the very first episode, um, who I guess probably isn't his friend anymore. Um Yeah. But that was realistic.
1: That was yeah, very um that definitely at it. There's a, a big human element, right? There's this, this uh, very um, depth. I guess this character um, has finally reconciled a lot of this stuff and has has come to a place where I think he can move on, like you said. And so I, I don't think we've seen the last of um, Sebastian Stan. Captain America Four was announced within days,
0: or okay, and Captain Am- and then the almost immediately, if you go to. Captain America on Twitter. Captain America. Hold on. Yep. Dang it. Phone. Well, it's hard to see. This really yeah. well he's there now. Yeah. Well. He's Captain America. Like the official yeah. Captain America Twitter <clears throat> sure. is now uh, Falcon. Captain Falcon. So that's so, happening.
1: Um, which that was, that was a pretty funny scene where the reporters and everybody, what do we call you? you Captain Falcon? Captain uh, American Falcon? Um, I like the kid that kept calling him Black so, Falcon.
0: <laughs> and as a Black Lightning what, fan, I, I'm, I'm like, under- yeah, I understand. But just Lightning right. would
1: sound yeah. dumb. <laughs> um, there's a... A very poignant element to the, to to the way this story wrapped up and in the previous episode, the penultimate episode, we got to see this whole interaction with Sam and Isaiah and, um, just trying to bracket this entire story, um, with, um, you know, a a lot of commentary and trying to speak to, I I think, uh, uh, I don't know I I, I, an element of American culture and something that we've all been um, trying to to get into better touch with in the last year, Um, just with everything that's gone on with um, police violence and shootings and, you know, just the commentary on how. Um, you know, culturally, we still have a long way to go. So I have a lot of growth left to do, but that, you know, I think that's probably the point they were trying to make is that we can overcome that and that the world could definitely get behind a black captain America. Right. And, and, um, we're, we're rooting for Sam the whole way and his confrontation of the senators and the people on this committee at the end, really just kind of letting them have it. Yeah, the just only saying, thing that you know, was unbelievable, to, not believable you
0: know, about just, that is he's talking to this senator, and this senator's like, right. oh, okay. And I'm just trying to picture Mitch McConnell <laughs> not finding a way to, to say something entirely racist and believe it's not. So <laughs> It's like, I want to live right. in the Marvel America. Yes, I know aliens invade once every couple of years, but it's better than this. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. So... Um, just fantastic writing, um, the cast, the production, the action, I mean, everything, the pace of Mm -hmm. everything, which is perfect. Um, and I think it's very bingeable. We'll definitely probably, um, have a, a week weekend sort of binge of this entire show and watch it like it's one long movie.
0: It went Um, really well. So division and Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Zack Snyder's Justice League. Those two, those three things were all very different, but. In each of their own ways, they were all very, it wasn't just boring or not boilerplate. None of them were boilerplate superhero movies or shows. They were all unique and mm-hmm. they all, we all, we got all of that in like a month's time, a month or a couple months' time. And it was really a, a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, before we drop Falcon Winter Soldier, I think we need to. Well, I, I did want to. Yeah, talk about John Walker. Yeah, I was about to say, let's hit up. I think, yeah, Falcon and Bucky had their nice wrapped-up story, bow tie. He's going to go be Captain America. Yeah. Bucky is no longer the Winter Soldier, but Walker shows up in this battle. There's there's a couple minor characters that need to be <laughs> talked about, three that need to be talked yeah, yeah. about. Let's start with Walker. So he shows yeah. up in the battle. Okay. All's good. He's going to fight with the good guys. He does okay. That's right. Yeah. And you're kinda like, okay, so um, it's kind of like at the end of WandaVision, they just let her fly off. Well, they just let John Walker <laughs> show up, fight, and well, go gosh. away.
1: He helped his shield guy. Well, he wasn't destroyed, I think. He wasn't charged with anything. He was true. dishonorably he's, discharged. Mm-hmm. Right. He's he's not in prison. He has his freedom. I mean, for all we know, he's just he's now a civilian, got the dishonorable oh. discharge. He, for some inexplicable reason, decides to make a homemade shield. That's we don't even know what it's made out of, but clearly it doesn't stand up to the punishment that the super soldiers, right, right that the the flag smashers put it through. Oh, even his own punishment, he would there put at the it through. End. <laughs> I mean, if yeah. you can destroy so, your own shield, um, <laughs> but <clears throat> yes, yeah, so- but he. Has some regrets, right? He's kind of thinking, okay, mistakes were made, and maybe I need to try a little harder and do a little better. And it definitely seems like there at the end, he's trying to whether it's um, altruistic or if he's just trying to save face, if he's got kind of selfish motivations here, we're not sure, but he helps. Right.
0: He's kind of like
1: Punisher head. Light at this
0: point. And I'll, I want to get back to him. Oh, there, there's actually, I just realized there are three minor or side characters I want to hit on. The next one, they put him in what looks yeah. like the most es- I- I- inescapable prison in the Marvel Universe. And Direct. it turns out so far to be the most escapable prison. So I'm pretty sure <laughs> <laughs> Captain America, not even, yeah, well- not even Thor or the Hulk show up. Captain America shows up in a post credit scene and everyone's out. I mean, Yep. So Zemo, um, right I'll be yeah. out of here, and you know, uh, he's be- he's not done. I don't think.
1: I don't know that post-credit scene at the end of Civil War. He breaks everyone out. Um, I, I kind of wondered if he had some help from maybe some Wakandan technology there. Oh, I'm sure he had Who an knows? inside thing. But, um, and it's and maybe America. maybe we can guess that the raft the raft really doubled down on their security. <laughs> After that episode, I was, I just found it interesting that the raft made an appearance, right? So we know that the raft is still a thing. Mm-hmm. And since you mentioned it, right, we get the Madame Hydra scene there at the end. Yeah. Uh, who clearly has got her fingers all over it, yeah. right? And is uh, making reference to a, a news story or something that she's looking up the internet saying, you know, did, did I have anything to do with that? No, I didn't. I was going to get to Madame Hydra. I. I was trying to go in <laughs> order the pictures, but... Okay,
0: so No, it's okay. This was the big one. So 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 Sharon Carter is yep. niece or grandniece the of the broker. founder of the Agents of Shield is the um Say it. She's power the broker. um power broker. I believe we guessed that. Yeah. But we, I guessed, think we jokingly I could it. swear we were like, yeah, I guess they could do that, but it would be good. I didn't
1: it's good. I suspected with her life of crime that she had turned to just to supposedly stay afloat. And she's just she kind of had some crocodile tears you know in that one interesting episode. Of me, what, did you, what did you expect me to do? Right. I have to do what I got to do. Right. So I think she even says as much like gal's got to do what a gal's got to do. Right. Have you you know how um, and I don't
0: think it's like this anymore, but it used to be that uh, Chinese movie stars Um, would never, if they were, they would either play bad guys or good guys, they would, if they if they were, like, played heroes, it was apparently such a bad idea to play a bad guy that they would never do it, because people saw them as their character. And that brings me to this theory with Sharon, and how uh, some people claim to have known that she was some kind of bad guy all along, and it's because she wasn't using an iPhone because Apple does what? not allow bad guys in movies and TV to use an iPhone. It's like some sort of, you know, when they Ugh. the people get say My this is, is going to show up, what? we're going to use your iPhone, they'll 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 say we'll supply you with iPhones but don't give it to the bad guy. <clears throat> <laughs> and this came out before the episode and lo and behold, she's the power broker. So is uh, this all,
1: I feel like all the set up for all the shows we watch that have, you know, these sort of career criminals running around that they're all using burners, right? You get the Flip phones, yeah. flip, flip phones, you know, is a burner phone just so nobody can, they can just throw it away. Right. When they're done mm-hmm. with it, they use it for a week and then toss it in the garbage can somewhere. Yes. Um, that's funny. I loved this scene. <clears throat> Um so
0: and then we'll get up just I just yeah. have to mention Isaiah as the one of the other minor characters. I would like to see more of his story. That that would be a great prequel. Isaiah's that sure. whole like thing in Vietnam. And then right. I believe. There we go. So then there's this ending scene. You think, Well, did John yep. when he's fighting, it's like, well, he seems to be fighting for good, but apparently She's the one who sent him in. That's the impression I got. Okay. Which means she's trying yeah. to get some... Get that his makes press sense. looking good. <clears throat> in other words, she thinks yep. she may... is. I don't know if it's going to be Hydra or some other new evil organization, but what they want, she thinks she now finally has their super soldier. Whereas, you know, Red yep. Skull, you know what? the serum didn't quite do
1: right for him <laughs> yeah of course he's free now um but that's a tangent go ahead how do you mean
0: well he doesn't have to guard the, the goal is free anymore <laughs> right well um but anyway so what do you think of this uh one i can't wait now i'm literally excited for black widow just to see her in it because i love julia louise dreyfus
1: sure um very much looking forward to that um And, you know, we we talked about US Agent a little bit in in previous episode. I think it's hilarious that he makes the comment about the the outfit, which, you know, when you look up US Agent in the Marvel comics, I mean, he just looks like Captain, he's like a black hat, Captain America, Mm -hmm. right? The suit's the same, but it's black.
0: And the the star has the A in it, it, which I guess when he originally got the suit (laughs) was for America, but now it's for Agent.
1: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think we'll see him pop up again, um, either in a show in a movie, not sure. Um, and that's, I was going to mention this earlier, obviously Marvel MCU has got lots of movies slated and big plans. Things, um, got held up last year, but still lots of plans for movies, but we're seeing this extended, um, sort of agenda for all of the shows Mm -hmm. that they're going to produce, um, of course, Loki is coming next. And there's a, a fairly extended cast of characters that we're going to get to see in these MCU shows on Disney+. Plus. I'm curious to see the back and forth and if we're going to see some intermingling, some interweaving of storylines, characters that pop up on shows that appear in the movies and vice versa. Yeah, their universe is almost I getting mean, too big to handle.
0: But I think they have plans for all these, all these um, characters feel like their plans... <clears throat> It will either be split off shows or appearances in the next Captain America. they can do an old trilogy of his, but right. on that subject let's let's yep. um let's 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 pause and then come right back and talk about speaking of the, expanding this universe this Chang Shi. yeah, which is yeah. totally yeah a whole new thing that trailer just surprisingly dropped on on the lead guy 's birthday, so let me let me pause and we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. This trailer wasn't supposed to drop for a couple weeks. Um, we had fully intended to hop on when it did drop and and do a quick reaction. And frankly, it dropped in the middle of the week. We weren't expecting it, and that did not happen. So we're going to talk about it now. <laughs> um, it dropped. Uh, Marvel dropped it because it was um, the the main actor's uh, birthday. Scott, do you have IMDb open? Um, his name is Simu. Yes. he's having so much fun with this um, Simo Leo, Uh wow well, he shouldn't I don't know um, I'm bad with with Asian names very bad um, he, uh, he's been posting I followed him on Twitter because he's a hoot he's been posting Twitter pictures of him with his action figures and it's just uh, let's just say he's been having a
1: very very fun week um, yeah so so yeah a needle pulling thread. Um, Shang Chi, uh, a bit of a surprise um, as as far as characters uh, go, and of course the MCU is now beginning to mine the depths of the roster, right? With some classic Marvel characters, and uh, I think this is um, maybe in the in the same. Um, Possibly along the same lines as um, um, Black Panther, maybe uh, this is a chance for them to showcase, um, you know, a, a cast and uh, a certain kind of production value. And and this, I think, has a lot of opportunity to both um, show off some um, sort of modernized kind of classic Hong Kong cinema, Right. And I'll come back to that because this is very much what the character Shang-Chi was based on to begin with. And maybe we should just go ahead and throw that out there. A lot of people listening to this may already know this, but what's interesting about the character Shang-Chi, he was very much a response to the popularity of Kung Fu theater Mm -hmm. and the show Kung Fu. And there was very much an obsession in the seventies in the United States with um, kind of Eastern mythology and philosophy, and the idea of um, kung fu and martial arts. And I remember watching, you know, kung fu theater when I was growing up, <laughs> you know, it was sort of like, you know, Sunday afternoons or so. There was a channel where you could watch, you know, old kung fu movies, um, you know, like the original uh, Wu Tang Clan movies, like the original. Um, and now I just learned so that's that what the um, have- pop
0: group was named after
1: a. A kung fu movie, a classic Hong Kong cinema. That's it. Yes, absolutely. So, um, what you have in Shang Chi is a sort of a Bruce Lee type of character who, in his origins, didn't have any superpowers. He's not superhuman, but is. And, and this is where it gets really confusing for me because fans of um, of the Iron Fist character. Right, um, who uh, supposedly, at least from Reiner's hand, I don't I have deep knowledge of that character, um, other than the origins, some of the comics, and the crossover with the Avengers, and of course the Netflix show that they produced on it, which was eh. I had fun with it. But Maybe you're the more I disappointing of the Defenders shows. Yeah. Well, what I'm trying to say here is he is supposedly the greatest martial artist in the Marvel universe. Yeah, they're probably not going like to. No one can beat him. I think
0: one of the things that hurt the Iron Fist, but yes, the Iron Fist was created, I don't know what, in the 50s or 60s. And it's white guy <laughs> who was this yeah. master martial art. Yeah, and a lot of people... That's right. Um, that, they're like, are why are you whitewashing this? It's like, you could just change pieces. the character. It's like, well, they tried to stay true to the comics, but you know what? You don't Correct. always gotta. That's not like... That's not like, you know, <laughs> Superman, Kal-El Superman, or bruce wayne that's right you know for one well and i've actually you know minor tangent um the guy who played kill michael b jordan was asked recently about the uh, african-american superman and he's like look he's like there are so many black superhero characters that already exist he's like he's that's like right. that's what i want to do he's like i don't want to change the existing characters when there's so many out great characters. Static <clears throat> shock, you know, black lightning, just to name a couple these yeah. seen ones. But anyway, so back to this. Yeah. Um and I lost my train so, of
1: thought. Shang-Chi. Yeah, well oh, we were talking a, about it was kind of a <laughs> Yeah. I mean the origins of the character, it was kind of a, a an offshoot, kind of a secondary title, I think, from Marvel originally, like Marvel Adventures or something like that. And originally the intellectual property um, Shang-Chi, it was like the legends of Dr. Fu Manchu. Um, who, if I'm not mistaken, the rights to that, it was basically an intellectual property and a cast of characters. And it was written by, um, an author who did a lot of kind of paperback pulp fiction, uh, kind of stuff. And inevitably, they, Marvel lost the rights, um, to this cast of characters that was in the original run of these comics. And they, they obviously kept the, the Shang-Chi character and just continue to publish a storyline that was just the adventures of Shang-Chi, uh, you know, sort of Kung Fu master. And they begin to add their own sort of cast of characters to that. Um, Shang-Chi, from what I understand, and I've read a couple of these story arcs um, periodically has gained temporary superpowers through some different storylines. Hmm. Um, I think the Spider Island one he like temporarily gets spider powers like peter parker um but that all gets wiped out the you know the entire island of manhattan gets turned into spiders if you've never read that storyline it's bizarre but um what well, do you think he, it looks like during the um cuz it's showing him I'm having trouble getting back oh this
0: is going forward okay um let me try
1: that again well um I, I think the the version we're going to get of him in this in, in, in the movie is likely it's going to be traditional. It's, I think they're probably going to stick to the mm-hmm. comics because so it looks like he's being trained. He, but
0: this dude training him, and let's yes.
1: let's just throw out the, one, of
0: the, one of the early things they showed in the trailer was building up, and the dude training him because it's Marvel, and you know they make the bad guys look bad and the good guys look good. That does not look like a good guy. Yeah. So it seems like well um, he is was in the uh, that. The impression I got from the trailer is that he was being groomed to
1: be part of the Ten Rings. Yes. Mm, I don't know if it's the Ten Rings, but his origin in the comics was that he was trained from a very early age and groomed to be an assassin. Oh, um, okay. And I don't know if they're going to well, weave that hand rings into this. That's... No, the Ten Rings, at least in the comics, are, are a reference to the powers of the Mandarin. Ah, um, which is some sort of incredible alien technology. Not all that different, I think, from the, um, what we are, the, the impression we get of as guardian technology. I say that in air quotes very strongly, very ironically, right? Because, you know, in, you go way back far enough in the comics, it is magic, right? right? Thor's hammer is magic. But I think we get that quote at some point it was an Arthur C. Clarke quote. Was it anything, that, that, you know, basically said any, any technology, technology so sufficiently advanced. Yeah. advanced. Yeah, I'm going to make that our flashback
0: during our intermission. <clears> that will be our okay. flashback for this episode. <clears> you wait. It's probably already happened. Well, this is not the Mandarin. Is we, we mentioned this.
1: Yes. And, and so the Mandarin, at least the way I understand it, the comics, um, you go back to the origins of the Ten Rings in the comics. Oh. Those were the powers of this villain the supervillain the mandarin We're behind his head had access to and it has something to do with the 10 rings right and see i can see there he's got 10 rings on this chair back there behind him is it possible that um, even though this may be the mandarin. A different
0: name could that be him
1: it looks like he's sitting on a throne it's entirely possible right so what's interesting here is that we did actually get a mandarin again in air quotes in iron man 3 right um who was not the mandarin I thought that was yeah, funny. That it Kingsley made character diehard character fans mad as hilarious.
0: hell. I was laughing my ass off at right. that. Well, Interesting, though, So is that now I think that perhaps that Mandarin was based on a real thing. Or not a real thing. <laughs> like, in, the, in that world. But a story, a story arc from the comics. Yeah. So, no, I meant the actor Mandarin, mm-hmm. they didn't just make up this character. Um, who was uh, the bad guy in that? Was the guy from Memento? Um, it was not. And maybe he had heard um, of the Ten Rings and of of the Mandarin. Guy Pierce. Yes, Guy
1: Pierce. Right, Pearce. Guy Pierce. Um, yep. Um, so, just to again, kind of get back to the origins of Shang Chi. Mm-hmm he was groomed raised as to, to become an assassin for a father figure in his life not sure if it was actually his biological father or not but essentially you know he was sheltered hidden from the world almost a little bit like i hate to you know going kind to of throw comparisons here around a little bit like damian wayne right raised by a, a league of you know the league of shadows the league of assassins right, right. Then when he finally gets sent out into the world right he's he sees a version of the world that he doesn't expect and he has a heart right he has to kind of come to terms with the fact that like, hey I'm oh, now I'm out here dude, living in the world and the world isn't this if you ever read the one
0: where um where um, uh John Kent comes back but he had been like out okay. traveling with Jor or Jor-El and he comes back fully grown, okay. and they were like best friends. And now John Kent's a fully grown superboy now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I crushed
1: Damian Lane. Well,
0: so you just, anyway.
1: Yeah. Um, as far as his superpowers, right? Um, I think the closest that, that we get to that, and it is very similar to the way that Iron Fist was depicted in the Netflix film, um, Shang-Chi can control. His chi, he has sort of a superhuman ability to manipulate his own chi. He can sense it and almost affect it in Mm -hmm. other people, right? To the point that I I was just reading kind of a bio from, you know, marvel.com. There's been examples in the comics where he can deflect bullets, even dodge bullets. bullets
0: That was the most interesting thing of the trailer because it was the one thing. I mean, there was the big ancient battle scene that had the big uh, furry dragons, Um, yeah, and then you see, I guess it was ancient, maybe that's gonna be happening in this. Um, and then you see this scene right in the middle and it looks like these people are sparring. Like maybe this is some, one of his trainings. I think I can't tell if it's him because it goes by very quick, but it's Possibly. very crouching tiger. So I feel like it wasn't explicitly said that they had superpowers, but that they're that they're such experts and in connection with, you know nature and their own
1: body that they can do superhuman things. Right. Yeah. Well, the Mandarin, and I'm just, you know, I, I kind of keep this stuff open, some of these tabs open, and look around, you know, just to kind of weave this in there. Yes, traditionally, he's an archenemy of Iron Man, and at least in that continuity, they are literal ten rings that he wears on his hands, and each of those grant him some kind of unique Ooh. ability, superpower, something like that. Now, whether or not that's it's like the 7 Cents this version, and, um, we're going to get. Die. <laughs> yeah, um, if we're going to get some version of that in this film, I, I don't know. Um, well, I'll put it this way: know, the, Marvel the is not WB, um,
0: and if they said the word ten rings, and don't deliver us the something after the blowback they had about. Even though I loved it, apparently other people did not love the Mandarin twist in the Iron Man movie. I can't see that they're not bringing yeah. the Mandarin in. As a matter of fact, I think I've heard Kevin Feige say, "Yeah, he, you will eventually get to see the real Mandarin, but at least
1: a hint okay. well, that he exists, as, that he's behind something risk, happening in this movie." At the at the risk of producing a spoiler here, and again, I pull this information from the you know the Marvel Marvel Comics Wiki, their sort of online database. Um, Wenwu who is the name of that character, whom you mentioned, is the Mandarin in the Shang-Chi continuity. Okay, so we are And it is apparently the sort of father figure that after Marvel lost the rights to the Fu Manchu name, they brought in, they, they probably retconned it at some point to be this Wu character. All right, well, I'm ready um, for this then. Who, who is the Mandarin. And according to that continuity, like most things in the comics, you get things that get retconned and things that get rewritten. In that continuity, the Ten Rings is the name of a terrorist organization and not a literal Ten Rings that are some sort of magic. Well, maybe the terrorist
0: organization in the MCU is named after his Ten Rings.
1: Could be. They didn't show his hands. Uh, We'll see.
0: So we have enough time left to talk about Dune.
1: Dune. 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 So the Arizona story.
0: <laughs> Sorry. So, wow, Dennis, villain. Nah. Why? You know, I should have practiced it before. The guy who directed The Arrival, which if you have not seen, yes, we're not going to have, gonna have any spoilers for. Go watch it. Amy Adams. Uh, oh, i Brilliant. Really
1: brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Renner. Renner.
0: Um. Amy Adams. Yeah. 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 Oh, Jeremy Renner's I didn't see that again. I don't remember. All I remember is Amy Adams and the aliens. Really good. (laughs) She is so, so good in that movie. Um, Yeah. So he has been tasked with directing Dune and it's apparently uh, done and releasing. I think there was a big kerfuffle, but it's still going to be releasing. um, It might not be releasing simultaneously on HBO max. I think he gets like three weeks of theater first or something, but it's this Okay. And it's going to cover the first half
1: of the book. Oh, um, not the whole thing. Correct. Which. So which, there's going to be a sequel.
0: We hope. It's Warner Brothers. And this is the uh, same company that told us we were getting a solo cyborg movie, a Ben Affleck Batman film, and a Flash right. movie, like, what, three years ago. So Right. But let's be positive. It looks, the trailer dropped, I don't know, months ago. And we just have been so engrossed in our superheroes, we forgot to talk about this thing. And this thing looks epic. And I'm not going to lie. It's like when I read the book, I think I, yeah, I know what's happening there. And I really can't say. (laughs) Yeah. And it's it's so funny. All I got to say is um, James Gunn gave a warning with the Suicide Squad. He said, don't get attached to any of these characters. Oh, and I will give yeah. the same advice with Doom that I give to anyone who is about to watch Game of Thrones for the first time.
1: Yeah. Don't get, get too, too close to
0: any character. They're either going to betray you or they're going to die. Hmm. So, um, yeah. And the cast for this just it's looks so extraordinary. Funny that you,
1: you, you mentioned Game of Thrones while talking about this. It's definitely making me want to read the book. Um, it's on my list now. Um, oh, yeah. And... I recall watching um, because this is not the first time someone has attempted to make a movie um, out of this book. Um, Not even the second time. The original (laughs) was released in 1984 and is uh, one of those that I remember being fascinated with being a child that grew up on Star Wars. And uh, what's ironic there is that I'm fairly certain the success of Star Wars is what prompted the original production, David Lynch's production of this movie. But it's David Lynch. Right? It's very circular, it's right?
0: Very David Lynch. And that is, so. I love that movie, but not as
1: a representation of the novel. Let me just say this, and this is why I'm going to get back to why you mentioned Game of Thrones. And there's another new show that we have attempted to get started on that just dropped on Netflix called Shadow and Bone that Uh i'm interested in it has it has caught my interest to a degree but here's the trick with settings and locales and epic storylines like this that are set in a world or in a setting where there are entire cultures and populations and sort of countries and the backgrounds and the backstories of all these places and they very quickly drop you into the middle of a situation where there are there are ap- apparently decades if not centuries of history there and you have to keep up very rapidly very quickly and try to figure out okay well these people are apparently they they don't like these folks over here and that country that, well, that they just prefer to, to is apparently problems. no one's like right and this whole world building aspect to it and dune is thick with that um yep. with different casts and different kind of levels of uh, you know Cultural sort of settings and, and different you know there are people that um, sort of are royalty right you, you well, essentially have cast that's system. where the ho- I exactly. swear if we
0: asked George R R Martin he would say when when you talk about them having the houses I know it was based on Old England and the War of the Roses but right. with um, with with when you read Doom, and when you read Game of Th- like a Game of Thrones a Song for, of Ice and Fire or Fire and Ice I can never remember which one it is the whole series uh, in. Uh, Song of Fire and Ice, each chapter is specifically narrated by one of the characters. And in Dune, yeah. um, different parts are from the perspective of different characters. So that's how they ease you into the world. It's like you're okay. hearing it from that. And, oh, and that world is seen through that character's perspective. <laughs> right. uh, Game of Thrones does. And actually, the show did that very well. It starts you in Winterfell. And in a very few scenes, it gives you a good idea. Winterfell, winter's coming. Winterfell, we are tough up here. It's cold. Life's rough. And then it introduces you to the, um, you know, and then each little part, and then it brings in more and more. So I don't know about this new show, but the fact that they're dividing this into two movies is probably the best thing. And it has all the little things, too. I mean, this shot here that's been sitting up here for a while, is uh, it doesn't capture it as much in the um, in the still, but you see how he's got kind of like this ghostly line around him. And that's what... No. And David Lynch did the best he could with 80s special effects, but that's supposed sure. to be these shields. And for instance, if you're oh, having yeah. a knife fight with someone with one of these shields, you have to push the knife through slowly. If you try to stab him real quick, the shield will stop it. Mm. And bullets will stop... Well, I think they right. guns were... This is supposed to be set so far in the future of humanity and technology is um like taboo. It's very interesting. If you read the book, they really don't hit on that okay. Lynch move.
1: Do that. I love the idea of uh, of, of an inertial uh, an inertia sensitive shield. It's something that yeah. will come up in the Dresden files at some point. This is not um, a spoiler. So those yeah, shields? The, the fact that you can have a force field that allows you to still essentially have social contact with people and sort of be intimate with someone. Mm-hmm. But you it's only turn it on sensitive to... to it, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, it's sensitive to the velocity, right? Mm-hmm. But that here's something, something funny traveling.
0: about it. It vibrates. And as such, and this is not a spoiler, this is just a fact of the world that I'm sure they'll tell you about in the movie. Yeah, You can't use it on Dune. You can't use uh-huh. it in the desert because it attracts the worms. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So the... Um, I, I can't remember what they're called. So, um, this <clears> trailer, <throat> and, you know, just watch the trailer. I, not, this isn't for you, Scott. You just saw it. I meant for anyone viewing this that you haven't seen, this. I hope it inspires you to go yeah. take another look and start getting excited for this movie. I know well, some people, but, like, this cast, like, this guy is Dude Vito. The Guido. cast. The cast. Oh, my God. When this was announced, I was, um, when the trailer dropped, actually, when it was announced the, the cast was, yeah. I was reading the book, and I was like, I would... I'd be reading about a character and I would put down the book and grab IMDb and say, well, who's playing the Duke in this? And then it's like, freaking, Oz- Oz- it's perfect.
1: Oscar Isaac. Yeah. I can't so read you a
0: page of Jason this book without Momoa, picturing him.
1: Dave Bautista, Josh Brolin, Oscar Isaac, Stellan Skarsgård, Javier Bardem. Yeah,
0: he's, they have not shown Skarsgård. In full, he's playing the Baron Harkonnen, and okay. ooh, David Lynch grossed him up good. <laughs> so i <I'm> will <laughs> see what they do. Um, yeah, the 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 ships. I've they uh, Herbert does not. He just describes them as being very large. <clears throat> right. Um, the and ships Zendaya- are run by the the spice. Um, the guys. The um, I can't remember what they call them, but they. Uh, they are have so much spice that they've almost become like an alien creature of some kind,
1: right? Um, I, I do. I vaguely remember that the effect of the spice, right? And again, I haven't yeah. read the book. They had to live I'm in these, remembering tanks remembering and and these These fragments of memory the from the 1984 film,
0: Interstellar, because okay. they're able to navigate the hyper light speeds using the spice. Yeah. Okay, so their spice abilities, because spice gives you premonition. I'm sure, they'll gotcha. explain all that in the movie too, right? Um, but some of these things, like these, are the big. I think it's the. I want to. It's not this. It's the something guild, like navigators or something like that. Uh, okay, you know what? I'll put up a snarky credit or a snarky caption that tells me what it is later. Um, here, you mentioned Dave Batista, and I. I also, it's been so long, I can't remember this. This character was this, his character was Sting, and that's um, right. The David Lynch one, and the he A- is and the kind of Lynch. the Baron's uh, strong arm guy um, with designs. And I believe he um, wants control over Dune um, because what happened is, um, well, I don't know. It's not in the very beginning. They explain that um, the Atreides House Atreides, uh, some sort of deal with House Harkonnen, gets possession of Dune, which is the most valuable planet in the galaxy. Because of the spice. Because of this, it's the only place to get the spice. And the spice yeah. is the only way to travel through space. So if the spice ever disappears, <clears throat> all of these planets would be completely separated from each other and in time forget that they exist. So it's really cool to think because the technology is completely dependent on some natural resources. So yeah. many so many global climate change parallels in a book written in the 60s, you will, your mind will be boggled. Yeah. <laughs> um, And this is my favorite casting far and away. The hmm. dude's name is Duncan Idaho. He's the sword master, the uh, protector of the Duke and a bit of a drunk. (laughs) Um, He um, is... uh, This is a brilliant casting. Jason Momoa as Duncan Idaho is perfection. I was Um, actually trying to
1: remember. So um, the the actor... um, playing Atreides, um, Paul, Paul Atreides, um, to Timothy, Timothy, Shemelay, Shemelay, Yeah. My
0: Chimelay, wife is
1: Chimelette, If Chimelette. she were to watch this, she would actually probably. Well, I was wait. trying to remember what I'd seen him in. And there was a, was he a little just known, in, um, that little women the, the,
0: remake or something. He was in something that made he, him very.
1: He played, and I'm going to have to look, I'm going to have to IMDb this, um, very quickly. I'm going to have to bring his page up here oh. on IMDb. Uh, real quick, because he played. Um, there was a, a, a probably a, a little-known film called The King. Um, and I'm pretty sure I watched this like on Amazon Prime at some point, where he played the young King uh, King Henry V. Um, oh
0: yeah, I'm sure he's he been. In, it. He's
1: he's hot and shit. It was an right excellent, now. excellent movie, excellent yeah. film. Um, if you want, but there's only to, before we
0: the, let you go before we go. There is one character I believe most of us are excited for more than any other, and it's actually numerous of these. This, <clears throat> and I can't believe they showed it in the trailer, Yeah, is the freaking worm, yeah. <laughs> the sand worm, the spice worm, and they are such a major part, and wow, I remember even in the Lynch one, these things were kind of amazing, but if you right? watch the end of this trailer, they're Exactly as described in the book. It's just. If you grew up in the
1: 80s and saw the David Lynch film, that's what you remember, right? These giant worms. Um, Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, there's going to be a lot. Looking forward to it. And
0: yep. So, when the next trailer drops, we'll be on top of it. We will be on top of it. It should be soon. I would say in the next month or
1: so because it's coming up. I think in the next episode just to give everybody a preview we're going to finish our book club with House of M and yep. probably talk about some things that are coming up right uh, we have mentioned uh, we spent some time talking about Shang-Chi since the trailer dropped some other things that are coming down the pike in the coming months the Venom sequel that not mm-hmm. sure if anybody asked for but Tom Hardy well, the movie did is really always well. amazing. It got
0: bad reviews but it did really well and unlike Warner Brothers. It was kind of fun. If a movie makes right. money, they'll make another.
1: <laughs> the Eternals might uh, be looking for a trailer to drop for that um, soon, a more extended yes, trailer. especially since their director just won the Oscar for Best Director. Right. Aquaman 2, due out later this year. Um, They're filming at now. Point we'll get at least a teaser trailer for um, Spider Man No Way Home. Right. And now and Jor-El sure has become was-
0: Thor. I mean, Droil has become Zeus in Thor. <clears throat> Russell Crowe is playing Uh Zeus in Thor Ragnarok, and now everyone wants Henry Cavill to play Hercules because it would be perfect. Henry Cavill is – Hercules in the comics in Marvel is very hairy and muscular. Yes. Henry Cavill is very hairy
1: and muscular. So That's right. Mm. All all that Um, more. There was a little teaser, if I'm not mistaken, that dropped – at least some footage that dropped for the upcoming Morbius film that's slated to drop in January of 2022. There was a
0: trailer last year.
1: Um, I think some more footage. had kind of gotten linked out for that. If I'm not mistaken. Oh well, after um, the
0: probably one of the most brilliant Joker scenes at the end of Jack Slatter's Justice League, I am excited for more Jared Leto. I know he's kind of a him and he's kind of an interesting character outside, but he is enigma. nothing but talent.
1: Yeah, um, I think people, if I'm not mistaken, either love or hate his Joker. Um I think he's kind of I uh, think it's you know.
0: the the people I've heard from a lot of the people that hated that was like oh <laughs> when they saw that end scene in Justice League because that interaction between yeah. him and Batman was long awaited.
1: Okay. That was fantastic. And, and maybe we'll sure. uh, make some predictions for Loki coming up. Ooh,
0: yeah. All right. And okay. maybe even just everything. All right. So until next
1: time. Indeed.